What's up, Week 15 listeners? Excited for another episode. Ready to talk about our Fantasy League. We started a Fantasy League last week, and uh, we already have one league full. We've already got people asking for a second league, so that's going to happen. Make sure you join our Facebook page, Week 15 Podcast, uh, and get excited, because we're going to have a good time with that. We've got a lot, a lot of fun plans for that. Um, also want to remind you that we are putting out some exclusive content on our TikTok page. Stuff we're not going to talk about in the podcast, but we are going to put out on our TikTok, which is at week 15 podcast. Uh, so go check that out. Follow us on there. And we'd like to follow you back. What's some follow backs? TikTok. Everybody's got TikTok. Has fun there. Uh, Tyler, let's start as always with some wins. Give me your win. Yeah. So my Cubs team, I coach a 15U uh, Cubs team. We played eight games in five days this past week <laughs> brutal um but we had a lot of fun we came out second so we, okay. we got all the way to the championship and we ran out of steam the team we were playing had only played uh two games that day it was our third and i just it. ran out of steam but Bam. yeah always proud of the guys to uh, watch them compete and get to hang out with them for a little while so that's my win for the week what about you that's fun that's a lot of baseball uh, my win right now is so brothers and cards, we have a subscription box and we've been really putting a lot of effort into like getting that kind of revitalized. And this was like this month in July, it's kind of been a long time coming, but it's going really well. Um, we're actually taking orders through Sunday. So shameless plug there, but, uh, brothers and cars.com, <laughs> um, got the shirt on. Oh yeah. Represent. We didn't even plan that. Uh, but yeah. Um, that, and that's been going really well and we needed it to go well. We've been working hard for it. So it's fun to see the fruits of your labor, yeah, I guess. For sure. So that's been good. That's been good. All right, man. I'm ready to talk about what's going on in the NFL. Yeah, we haven't really done this yet. No, we've got to kind of go anchorman on NFL you guys. news. News. Yeah. Uh, so big news. DeAndre Hopkins finally signed. He um, did. It was with the Tennessee Titans. It was a two-year, $26 million deal. And before I share my reaction, Johnny, I just want to see where your headspace is at. I always feel a couple different ways about free agents um, and how this can go. I understand the idea of going and getting your money. I do. Uh, football is a, albeit short-term career. That's it is their to, job. Yeah, you know. to pay for your whole life, you know, and um, – I, I, I'm never going to tell another grown man to say no to money, ever. So yeah, um, I get that. I respect that. I have no hard feelings about that whatsoever. Um, it, it's interesting to me that he did not go to a top-tier quarterback. I thought that was something that he was trying to do. Uh, he didn't, but you know what? He went to a winner, though. I mean, they, Ryan they, Tannehill is a winner. And, well, and, Mike and Vrabel is a winner. Who I think Mike Vrabel would probably rank pretty highly in the coaches that I would like to play for. Oh yeah, um, Derrick Henry is going to take a lot of steam off of him. Uh, when has he had something like that? You know, like it, uh, it was an inter- interesting move. I wish the Colts didn't have to play him twice. Yep. You know, but uh, as far yeah. as fantasy goes, though, like what what do you think his fantasy value is going to be? I mean, you know, kind of like I said in our post on Instagram the other day, he he's a wide receiver one and he's phenomenal you know and bad quarterbacks throw the balls to those kind of guys um good quarterbacks throw the balls those kind of guys so I don't know if his production was is going to be any different than it was last year in the past you know I mean I, I think you could see an uptick no matter where he went um but yeah I mean to me if he would have gone to like the Chiefs I think he would have been probably one of my top three wide receivers in the league wow. fantasy wise if, if he'd big. gone to the Chiefs but he didn't they just don't have a clear-cut number one guy, and he would have been that for Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, there were some other teams. I, I, I think that the fit with the Titans is just as good as the fit would have been with the Patriots. Yeah, I, I think it, he got the third the, – I'm sorry, the second best 
of the teams interested. You know, we heard Patriots, Titans, and possibly Chiefs. You know, there was rumors maybe yeah. maybe he'd go to the Chiefs. Uh, but for fantasy, man, I, I just don't like this spot for him. Uh, Tennessee, obviously, a running team. Yeah. So he's going to get – when they're throwing, he's going to get the balls, right? Yeah. Does that turn out to be eight targets a game, six, nine, ten, you know, whatever those targets might be? For me, it, it, as far as fantasy goes, he's a wide receiver too, so he's going to be in the 13 to 24 range. I, I don't have high expectations for him. I'm probably avoiding him in, in drafts. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not on my list of guys to draft. See where if he'd have gone to Kansas City. Like oh, I said, for sure. And, and Top three. I was a big believer in uh, Traylon Burks this year, um, year two guy that they uh, basically traded A.J. Brown for. But now they, they have two options for Tannehill, and I think the offense will be a, a bit better balanced. You know, last year it was Burks when he was playing and Robert Woods, who was, is non-existent. Yeah. So I, I think we have to temper expectations for Traylon Burks now. I'm a Traylon Burks owner in my dynasty league, so it was a little upsetting to me. Um, but, yeah, I think if you slot in Hopkins as wide receiver 18, that's about where he'll finish. Yeah. Next bit of news here is Joe Mixon took a pay cut to stay with the Bengals. I think that's huge. Me too. Me too. He is somebody that, you know, we want to draft, but he had that, you know, cloud hanging over his head, right? Yeah. Where is he going to be with the Bengals? If not, where is he going to go? Because yeah. Cook, you know, uh, Dalvin Cook is out there. Yeah. If he didn't re-sign with the Bengals, where was he going to go? Yeah. Well, and I think, too, he was such a huge piece of that Bengals offense. Yes, it all goes around Joe Burrow. Yes, it's a pass first from, from many's views. Um, but you know, Joe Mixon as a receiver, as a rusher, just as a, the play calling, uh, flexibility that they had with him was special. I really the familiarity. wanted to see him. Yeah. Right. I wanted he to knows see him the stay. system. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. He catches a lot of passes for, for from Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, and why, uh, I'm sorry, running backs who catch the ball, obviously are going to help your fantasy team. Cheat code. Speaking of taking, t- taking pay cuts though, let's talk about these guys that didn't get paid at all. Yeah. I mean, not yet anyway. <sighs> What what was crazy to me um, when I looked at the list and I you know I I wish I'd wrote it down, I think like in guys that are going to be up for contract next year, I think Tony Pollard is like the fifth or sixth highest paid and it's only six million. Yeah, like this year he's only getting six million. Yeah, um, didn't get into contract extension. None of these guys did. But you know what? For fantasy wise, I don't look at it as a bad thing. Yeah, I mean. We're obviously talking about we're obviously talking about Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs here. Who, yep. if they end up signing their um, franchise tag tender, they're going to make ten point one million dollars this year. Not too bad. No, but obviously these guys in these running back positions are looking for guaranteed money because yeah. the position is so unsafe. Right. Well, right. and and some to go along with that, I saw uh, something put out today. The average running back salary in the league is one point six million. Yeah. The average kicker salary in the league is like two point two million. Yeah, um, you're seeing all these teams that are starting to stack running backs. Whether they're they're not just going after one bell cow, they're going committee. for many committee. Yeah, um, but then you see the impact that Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, uh, those guys can have, and so it puts it in a tough spot. Honestly, the worst thing, in my opinion, that's happened to these contract chasing running backs are the guys that have already signed them. Right. Ezekiel Elliott gets paid, drops off. Yep. Todd Gurley signed the biggest deal a running back has ever signed a few years ago, was crap the next year, and then retired. Yep. Like, I, you know, it's, it's tough because running backs' shelf lives 
can't can't speak English today. A running back's shelf life is getting smaller. Yeah, it seems the by NFL is changing yeah. for sure. Yeah, and um, you know some of these guys that garner this many carries can only do it for so many years. So why sign a contract to a guy for multiple years when you know three years from now he could be a shell of himself? Yep. Um, honestly, I would like to see deals made like the D Hop deal, pay, like pay him you know, for a two year contract, but guys don't want that. And no. I, I understand why they don't, but uh, I think there's also a false sense with some of these running backs that, of thinking that the teams like almost owe them in a sense, like those are businesses and they are selfish businesses. They have to be when yeah. you're dealing with millions and billions. Um, so like, for example, Derrick Henry is going to be on contract next year. He has been the force for the Titans since 2016 are they going to pay him what he's worth at the end of the next year? I I say absolutely not. Not at his age. There's no way. No way. The fantasy imp- the fantasy implications of Barkley and Jacobs are that the longer they hold out, the less ready their bodies are for the season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got to get acclimated to the contact that you're going to be getting in the in these NFL games, and if they don't sign till late, I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit on their first three to four weeks. Man. I, part of me agrees and disagrees because I know I know there's a lot of wear and tear on your body in camp that they're going to be missing out on. Um, you know, you, you've seen some of these guys come on free agency like mid-season and hop on a team and they're like they look great because they're healthy and they've you know lasted this. But long. we're talking about bell cow that, guys. That's like, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like sure, like like I'm like okay if they don't do camp, you might come out and see Saquon look phenomenal in week one. But the drop off is going to come because his is. body's going to struggle. It's not recovering. ready. It's not ready yet. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it, man. I don't like the idea of anybody missing camp. I understand it's a business and you have leverage and you can do different things. Uh, what I'm hoping to see, which is what's good for fantasy, is when these guys come into the league with a chip on their shoulder. We've seen yeah. it time and time again. Running backs in contract years take over. Josh Jacobs thought he was in a contract year last year and uh, looked phenomenal. Best year he's ever had. You know, there was a lot of good things to say. Tony Pollard, you could say the same thing. Um, and you know, it's just one of those things where they thought they accomplished their goal and they didn't, you know, I remember Kirk Cousins when he was with the Redskins and they franchise tagged him twice, yeah. which had never happened before, you know, everybody, Oh, he's betting on himself. He's betting on himself. He thinks he's going to have a good year. He had a great year, he made the pro bowl and they franchise tagged him again. Yep. Uh, but you know, again, he had that chip on his shoulder, made something of it, came out, you know, uh, obviously in a much better situation in Minnesota. I hope to see that from these running backs. This but is why we don't draft right now. Tough. Also, yeah, oh this yeah, is why we don't draft one hundred percent because Barkley and Jacobs currently don't have a job. Yeah, like I mean, they can sign. They can sign anytime. They have a contract. They have an opportunity. Right. But, um, but yeah, they don't have to go to camp. Right. They they can't be fined for not going to camp. Correct. Or anything else like that. So this is why we don't draft yet. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and to that note, real quick note: um, if you are in our fantasy league that we've already started, I scheduled that draft for like the last Monday in August 28th. 28th. That's flexible. We just wanted to get it on there so you can start doing your pre-rankings so that I could start doing my pre-rankings. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's on there. Uh, and and it, the second league, when we launch it, we're looking at drafting late August, early September, something like that. Um, by then, hopefully, these guys will have signed a franchise tender yeah. and we'll be out there to prove it on prove-it deals. Um, but, yeah, interesting week in the NFL because the current running backs are upset. The upcoming running backs are upset, and, you know, there's not really a whole lot of solutions being put out there. The, the one that I have seen is just incentivized contracts. 
You know what I mean? Give, sure. give them a base salary, and if they make the Pro Bowl, give them X. If they rush for a thousand, give them X. Make it an incentive-laced contract so that these guys want to work hard and get paid. Right. And their argument to that is, well, what if I'm injured? What if I'm hurt? You're gonna make me play hurt? Like, you know, that's the business. You know, that's football. You know, I, I I'm always looking out for the players over the over the organizations. But I, I, I that part of it to me, if I'm a player and I want to get the most money possible, I want to also put out the best performance possible yeah you're not gonna have to tell me to play hurt yeah. i don't want to i don't want to build my contract around what ifs yeah um but yeah you know interesting tough tough decisions this podcast is sponsored by brothers and cards we are a sports cards company committed to glorifying god and loving others through the sports cards hobby whether you're trying to rip packs join breaks or add to your collection we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, so we talked about this last week. We were going to give this to you guys. We believe this is what sets our podcast apart, and that is the fantasy playoffs. We've given you our all 15, 16, and 17 fantasy teams. Now let's get into things that we look for to slide guys down and possibly remove them from our fantasy lineups. Johnny, you want to lead us off? Yeah, you know, real quick, I want to note that um, week 15 is a long ways away. Like, we're going to have 14 weeks of NFL season to be able to help us prepare more so than what we're doing now. But, however, you get a draft once. Um, And so if we can help you adjust your rankings even a little bit, some of these moves um, can save you, can save you in the playoffs. And that's what we're trying to do. you know, there's there's certain matchups, there's certain scenarios where I just simply don't like the looks of games uh, down the line. And I know we've all been in a situation, and I was last year, um, I was the number one team in my league through the regular season in my brother's league. Lost in the first round of fantasy football playoffs. You didn't have a bye? Nope. Nope. Didn't have a bye. Lost in the first round of fantasy football playoffs. Um, and in our league last year, I had a great year, made it to the playoffs, in the second round of the playoffs, none of my guys scored a touchdown. Yep. And I lost, and then I would have won the championship. And it was like, man, you know, so my bitterness of, like, how can I make sure this doesn't happen again? It's like you look at the the loss roster, and you're like, you know what? Really, all my guys had bad matchups in Week 16. Yeah. Um, and my powerhouse team throughout the regular season wasn't a powerhouse team in Week 16. So what we're trying to do here in our podcast is help you to build a powerhouse when it matters most. Sure, the rosters we might help you build might not look great in Week 10, but they look great every other time. And what matters most is the playoffs. So, that being said, here's some warnings that I have for you um, as we embark on the Week 15 playoff matchups. The Vikings, I love Kirk, I love Justin Jefferson. They're playing at Cincinnati. Weather could be a factor. Cincinnati was the number one defense in terms of QBR last year. they are obviously a hungry playoff contender. Uh, Joe Burrow and his offense are going to be ready to rock. Um, again, I'm a huge Kirk Cousins fan, and I love everything about the Vikings. But that matchup is not one that I would consider to be optimal. Uh, in fact, for this very reason, when I look at my overall rankings and I think about Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, I have just Justin Jefferson below Jamar Chase simply because of how amazing Jamar Chase's playoff um, – matchups are and how not amazing Justin Jefferson's week one playoff matchup is. 
Yeah, and we're not telling you don't play Justin Jefferson. Oh, if, if he's on my team, I'm playing him right. against We're Cincinnati. obviously not saying that, but when we get into these wide receiver twos and threes, that might be something that changes your mind. Sure. Right? You, you might value one guy over another simply because they're playing the Cardinals in Week 15. Yeah, exactly. Well, And again, like as you're building your pre-rankings before you draft, for me, this affects who I have first. I look at Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase very similarly, and this matchup – Puts Jamar Chase ahead for me. And I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Yeah. Who else you got? What do you got for week 15? I got a couple others. Do you have any others specifically week 15? No, just I, I just wrote down I just wrote down the good defenses from last year. Sure, right? yeah, go ahead. You're, Hit me with that list. You're looking, that at, list. you're looking at 49ers, Cowboys, Patriots, always have a good defense. Jets last year, their defense was great. Yep. Bills, Eagles, those are the those are the guys you're, if your fantasy guys are playing against them, you're like, man, do I have another option? Yeah, right. Sure, hundred percent. And and I wrote down um, the QBR rankings, like which defenses were best against QBRs. Um, and and there's a lot of matchups that fit into the playoffs where it's like those are those are strong teams. In fact, I, there's some guys on my list, some teams on my list. I will not draft at all. I will not draft any Patriots, any Commanders, or any Cardinals. I will not draft anybody on those teams because of their season alone but also like when you look at the playoffs for example the Patriots during the regular season are gonna have to play the Jets twice Jets were number two in QBR last year they've only gotten better um yeah they, they have one of the best defenses in the league Patriots don't have one of the best offenses in the league Juju's not gonna help that um but in the playoffs they play against the Chiefs uh in week 15 they play at Denver in week 16 Weather game. Weather game. And then they play at Buffalo in Week 17. All three of those, New England, Denver, and Buffalo, all three of those could be weather games. All three of those are against good defenses. Like, I don't want any part of any of the Patriots in the playoffs. And so I'm not going to draft any of them. Uh, the Commanders, they're going to have to play the Eagles twice this year. Um, they had the number seventh hardest-ranked schedule. I know we don't care about that, but it's something I saw. Uh, they're, they have brutal playoff matchups. They are at the Rams – at the Jets, and then home against the 49ers. Brutal. Brutal. Um, yes, Jahan Dotson is great. Yes, I like Brian Robinson. There's a lot of guys that I like on their team. I, I'm interested to see how Sam Howe does. But when I'm drafting in August, and I'm thinking about winning my championship in my league, I see like those guys from the Commanders, from the Patriots, could be guys that don't help me in the playoffs when it matters most. I... Circling back to your Patriots, I love Ramondre Stevenson, and he is the only person that I will buy on this Patriots team. They're, he is by himself in that running back room. He catches the ball. He runs the ball. I understand he's got a bad um, fantasy you know, uh, schedule in the playoffs, but I, I love Ramondre. And he, he, might, he might just be a guy that gets me through my regular season and I temper my expectations in the playoffs. Sure, but yeah. Man, I love Ramondre. But as far as the past patch – Pass catchers go and Mac Jones out. Yeah, yeah, no thanks, no thanks. Um, the other one that I th I have on here is my on my notes uh, for week fifteen is the Cowboys at Buffalo. Um, Buffalo had the number four ranked defense with QBR last year. It's at Buffalo. Weather's a factor. Um, what do you have the, the Bills on your overall defense number seven? Seven. Uh, just a good defense, and you know the Cowboys are not. They're going to be out of their element, right? They're down there in Texas. They're going to be up there. It's probably going to be snowing. We're in December. Um, I, I like Cowboys in the playoffs after this week. I like the Vikings in the playoffs after this week. Uh, but in week 15, um, yeah, I don't like it. Also, I look at Mahomes um, in week 15. 
again, if you have Mahomes, you're playing him no matter what. I, th- this isn't going to deter me from picking Patrick Mahomes on my team. However, I do notice that him and his targets are going to be playing at New England in December. Um, you know that Belichick is going to have a plan. Uh, you know, it's going to be cold, which they're used to. Um, but yeah, it was it's a matchup that I don't love. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I Studios is a podcasting brand founded by my wife and I. We plan on launching multiple podcasts this year, each with the intention of promoting positivity and critical thinking. This brand will cover over each podcast. We will have one YouTube channel, So Will I Studios. There will also be one Instagram account that links to all of the others. Follow us on Instagram at so.will.i.studios. We are so excited for this new journey. We can't wait to share with you. Let's see. We talked about good defenses. Bad weather. Bad weather. The other thing that we want to yeah. talk about is timeshares. Yes. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit last week. You know, Johnny and I are crazy about Jamar Chase, but at any point, it could be a T. Higgins game. Yeah. We love A.J. Brown, but at any point, it could be a Devonta Smith game. And, you know, we're not telling you don't play Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown, but maybe some of these other guys, okay, Terry McLaurin, right? We don't like his matchups. Maybe it's a Jahan Dotson week, so you just gotta you just gotta be aware of timeshares. And if you can get guys like Devontae Adams, who is by himself, right, demanding all of the work, running backs who are by themselves demanding all the work, they may get the edge over another guy within your lineup. And this is where like the waiver wire comes in huge throughout the year because um, you know if you see somebody on another team, for example, say you have you know I'm trying to think of an example. I mean, T. Higgins is kind of a bad example. He's a wide receiver, too. If Jamar Chase goes down, he's not, he's a wide receiver one. But he's already rostered. I, 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 I know where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like if you're in that situation. Traylon like, Burks. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins goes down Yeah. in week 14, week 13, whatever, high ankle sprain, boom, Traylon Burks. He's a new, he's a new wide receiver one. Yeah. And um, with, with not a lot of contention for no. that spot. So, you know, a long-term draft – or a long-term trade, you know, if it's like a dynasty league, maybe, you know, be careful or keep really be careful. But like in the one-year leagues, like go make those moves early. You know, if you can get a guy that has has little competition for, you know, his timeshare, it could be a big opportunity. You know, again, I brought up the commanders. I like Brian Robinson, but he's – he's Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. He's yep. competing for carries all the time. Yep. Um, you had good points about Ramondre Stevenson. I just, you know, think they're going to be playing from behind a lot. I don't know. Um but, yeah, Commanders, like I said, in Week 16, they play at the New York Jets, number two ranked defense against quarterbacks anyways. Um, Patriots are at Denver. Giants are at Philly. Baltimore is at San Francisco. I don't like any of those matchups, you know, for those visiting teams, Commanders, Patriots, Giants, and, and Ravens uh, in Week 16. Then we get to Week 17. Again, I mentioned the Patriots. I mentioned um, the Commanders. I don't like the Cardinals at Philly. I don't like the Cardinals at all for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> and then the Browns are going to be playing at the Jets. Give me Nick Chubb, who I already have. Yep. Uh, they're going to have to hand him the ball almost every single play. <laughs> playing at New York, weather could be a factor, and the Jets have just a phenomenal pass defense. Um, and they're saying that Chubb's going to be catching the ball a lot more this yeah, year, which is with, awesome for fantasy because, yeah. you know, Kareem Hunt's gone. Yeah, I, w- I was playing with my uh, rankings today, and I have Nick Chubb significantly higher than, oh. he, than he falls in, like, the ESPN rankings. We're together on that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, just some stuff to watch out for. Like I said, go back and listen to this when you, when you get close to your draft because if you're trying to pick between two different guys, 
um, and one of them has a better playoff matchup. That's what we're here trying to help you do because we'd rather see you make one of those decisions that in the past it was just like, eh, you know, I like the Titans better than the Jaguars. We'll go with Traylon yeah. Burks instead of Christian Kirk or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we're here to help you not make that decision or at least make it a little bit um, more calculated. All right, this next segment is going to be a fun one. Tyler's yeah. idea. I got excited about it. Um, we're going to play a little bit of Would You Rather here. Um, PG. PG version. <laughs> fantasy football version of Would You Rather here. Uh, I will let you go first since this is your idea. Hit me. All right. This idea came to me while I was in my car thinking about the show. Uh, I thought, let's just, let's just try this. So my first one for you is a draft position question. Okay? It's funny. Um, would you rather have Christian McCaffrey and Jalen Waddell or Austin Eckler and Amon Ross St. Brown? Obviously, if you're drafting at the 101, you have the option of getting CMC. Yeah. It comes back to you, right? You can take Jalen Waddell. If you're drafting at the 104, my favorite spot, you know, most drafts are going McCaffrey, Jefferson, Chase in some sort of order, and then Austin Eckler sitting there for you. So you're going to go running back, receiver. Would you rather have CMC and Waddle or Eckler and Amon Ross St. Brown? Man. I think I would rather have CMC and Waddle. Really? I do, yeah. I, I, think fall, I fall on the other token. I, I, I like CMC more than Eckler. Um. And then Waddle, I like him on Raw better, but I think the difference is smaller. And I think, I think Waddle may even have more potential because he's number two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The Tua thing scares, scares a me a little bit about you. Waddle. You know, he's you. one hit away from possibly never walking on a football field again. And yeah. I and I am the biggest Amon Ross St. Brown fan ever. So yeah. I fall on the Eckler side. It's of close. That. It is. It's close. It's close. That's it's that's close. the point of the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hit me with your number one. All right, my number one here. Mine is also a draft position question. Hey, there we go. Um, would you rather have, in, in a 10-team draft, that's a snake draft, would you rather have the number one pick or the number 10 pick? Give me the one-on-one. I want to load up on that that sure thing guy in the in the – in the one on one, so give me Christian McCaffrey. I'll figure out the rest. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. I what actually you, feel the opposite. Really? Uh, I mean, you want the back to back? Yes. I, getting two of the top eleven to me, because and the reason being is how many times is the one of one actually the best fantasy score in the league? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Understood. So then you get two chances at the top eleven. I actually, when I'm in my pre rankings, I think there's a pretty big drop. Not big drop off, but there's to me. In preference, there's a pretty big drop off from number eleven and number twelve. I have a, I have Josh Jacobs at eleven and B. John Robinson at twelve, and so being able to get you know my ten and an eleven, I would I would take that. Drafting at the polls is fun though, because yeah, you get back sure. to back, you for can sure. reach on guys that you're like, hey, I, I don't know if he'll make it back to me or not. So yeah, I, I always choose the one on one, but I you know in our draft I took the I'll be, I'll I took be the twelve jacked if I get the first pick. Yeah, for sure. League. But uh, yeah, I mean if I had to choose, if I had to choose, I'd probably. Probably take the turn. All right, what's your next one? Would you rather hit me? Okay, this question comes from our good friend, Barrick Price. Barrick, my He's, guy. He stopped me at church. He's like, hey, who would you rather have? This is a salary cap league, Johnny. Okay. He can only keep one offensive guy. Okay. He's got Tony Pollard locked up at $38, or he can keep Alexander Madison for $8. And I gave him my advice, and I just want to see if we line up. That's tough, man. That's tough. I'll repeat it for you. Tony Pollard, $38. Alexander Madison, $8. I don't think Tony Pollard is more than four times better than Alexander Madison. 
I think if you kept Alexander Madison, then you'd have $30 to go get somebody also great. So here, here is my thought process. Can I get Alexander Madison for $8? Yes. Uh, you think so? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. No, you cannot. Right. If okay. I drop Madison, can I get him again for $8? No. No. If I drop Tony Pollard, can I get him for 38 Probably. Probably. Yeah. Keep Madison. I told Barrett, I said, save your money. So, yeah. We'll see what he does. If he listens, now he's got two guys in his corner for right. that. Right. There you go. Thank you, Barrett, for listening to the show. Yes. My guy. Hit me. Number two. All right, number two. Okay. It's the sixth round. Okay. You've had five picks. You took two wide receivers, two running backs, and a tight end. I probably didn't do that. But you okay. do not have a quarterback yet. <laughs> yep. This is something I can see myself doing. You do not have a quarterback yet. I'm going to read you. You have to choose between drafting a quarterback, and Fields is not available is my other thing for you for this. <laughs> Fields is not available in the sixth not round. Not in the sixth, no. Not in the sixth round. Um, so Fields is not available. Do you draft a quarterback or one of these remaining guys that are in that 61 to 70 ADP? Isaiah Pacheco, Drake London, Cam Akers, James Conner, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, David Montgomery, or DeAndre Swift? That that is so easy for me. If I take a quarterback or a tight end early, I am waiting till the bitter end to get the other one later. I'm not okay. ta- I'm not taking a quarterback and a tight end early. Fair. I'll take one or the other. That's great advice. I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but I, that is great advice. I will advice. take one or the other, but I will not take both because my other positions, which I start more than one of them, will suffer. So give me Cam Akers in the sixth. I'll draft Kirk in the tenth. Over David Montgomery. Interesting. I love Cam Akers, dude. I hear you. I've heard you say it before. I've I like all like, of those guys. Yeah. All of them. I mean, I know. When I was looking at like the sixth round. Like Drake round, London? I was yes. looking at the sixth round. I was like, these guys are still, according to ADP, available in the sixth round. Yeah. I'd take David Montgomery on the list. But, yeah, I'd, I'd wait longer for a quarterback. But, no, that's good advice. Uh, do not. So, you're saying in the first five rounds, you are drafting two wide receivers and two running backs? 100%. 100%. Me too. Me too. I might draft, I might draft freaking five running backs, dog. You know me, baby. <laughs> Fleet running back status. All right. All right. What's your next one? Let's hit me. All right. So you did have a little bit of warning on this one, but I'm going to stick with it because you never gave me I was answer. driving. I didn't even read it. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, that's good. <laughs> so we've been talking about drafting these quarterbacks early and, yes. and the impact it has on your team. Mm-hmm. So I went through and I made uh, two mock teams for you. Team one, Nick Chubb, Devonta Smith, Dak Prescott. And forget what you said about the week 15. Okay. Because it could have been somebody besides (laughs) Prescott, right? Team two is Josh Allen, Brees Hall, and George Pickens. Which team would you rather have? I'll run over them one more time. Team one, Nick Chubb, Devonta Smith, Dak Prescott. Team two, Josh Allen, Brees Hall, George Pickens. Easy choice for me with Nick Chubb's team. 100%. I like Nick Chubb a lot. I think Devonta Smith is in a great position, and I think Dak looks good all year except for week 15. This is what we were talking about when we post all this stuff about drafting early quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, you you can call Brees Hall and Nick Chubb a wash if you want. Brees Hall's healthy, they're a wash. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe they are. Um, you know, Josh Allen obviously going to score more points than Dak, but the fall off is you get Devonta Smith over George Pickens. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're playing against somebody, you know, and maybe I could be alone in this. Correct me if I'm not, but – when I'm playing against somebody and I have to see their matchups, quarterback is always the wash in my head. Yeah. When, I, when I'm looking at the list and I'm like, okay, Tyler has, you know, these running backs. Okay, he's going to win the running back matchups. Am I going to win the wide receiver matchups? Okay, he might be playing, you know, 
Kyler Murray and I might have Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback, but I'm nervous because at any given time, those quarterback matchups can go haywire. Because there's only one of them. Because there's only there's one only of them. There's only one. Um, but the running backs versus running backs as a, as a group and then wide receivers versus wide receivers as a group, I care about that so much more than I care about the quarterbacks. And I'm a, I'm a quarterback. Right. <laughs> you know? um, but uh, we're but not yeah. – I mean – this is up to you. Draft a quarterback early if you want, but we're just trying to tell you that if you do that and you don't get him out of value, you're, the rest of your roster may or may not suffer. You might find those guys deep deep in drafts and do your homework and you find the league winner, but the, the, you know, the onesie positions, um, the guys that you only start one of, quarterback and tight end, if you draft those guys early, the rest of your team's going to suffer. Yeah, and you know, I'll tail that with this. You know, when you're looking at keeper leagues, you're looking at dynasty leagues and stuff like that, I think the quarterback decision has a little bit more weight to it because it's somebody that you could look multiple years. For example, in our league, I was it's a salary cap keeper league. Not dynasty, but you can keep you can technically keep them as long it as you want. It just gets more expensive yep. every year, yeah. When I first jumped into your league, I was like, I want Patrick Mahomes, period. And I had Travis Kelsey on the team already, and so then I got Patrick Mahomes. The super I, stack. Yeah, I kept them for multiple years until it became unaffordable in, the, in, the, in that league. Um, but knowing that I had the rights to Patrick Mahomes indefinitely was like, okay, once I make this decision now, I'll ride with my running backs this year. If it doesn't work out, I can get different running backs next year, and I have Patrick Mahomes. Um, but when you're doing the one-year draft leagues, I mean, redraft. yeah, the redraft leagues, it, it is imperative that you really, really consider um, what your options are going to be. Because the other thing I thought of too, and I posted this on our Instagram. You know, last year, the three top scores in fantasy football were quarterbacks. They usually are. The projections for this year, the three players are not quarterbacks. The difference, I think, is is the difference between your number one wide receiver and your average wide receiver is huge. Huge. With quarterbacks, the difference between the number one quarterback and the average quarterback is not nearly as big. Not nearly as big. Yep, you're hitting the nail on the head there. Yeah, the, pro- it, the problem is the projections. Why don't the Why don't the projections just catch up and say Mahomes is going to be one? Yeah, just sure. just do it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but like you know, last year I went from having Patrick Mahomes for two years in a row, and then I got Kirk Cousins last year. No drop off. Right. I mean, I mean slightly. You know, like, like but like we I was also able- have a unique league. Yeah, we do. But I was able to build around my team. Like I was able to buy Devonte Adams for whatever price I wanted to. Exactly. Um. And, you know, I had Nick Chubb in there. Like, I had a lot of, like, bell cows because I was able to get Kirk Cousins cheap. Um, but the drop-off on a weekly basis, I don't know what their average scoring was, but it was not that that big. And, and fantasy-wise, Kirk Cousins, what, 10, 12, 15 maybe? He's not that far down for me, but, but yeah. I mean, like, like on production over the last few years or oh, whatever, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can, like I said, quarter, the difference between the number one quarterback and the average quarterback is not nearly as big as the difference between the number one wide receiver and the average wide receiver. Which is, why, which is why I like guys like Justin Fields in the fourth or the fifth. Or the same with Lamar. You know, I've already got three guys on my team. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now my strategy moving forward um, in the redraft leagues that I'm doing, I'm not drafting a quarterback to like eight. I'm not. We've already talked about it. Yeah. Get A-Raj yeah. later. Yep, yep. All right, you got one more for me? I don't. I only had two. I only got two. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we'll I'll, declare me the winner. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you win. You win the Wood Rathers. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact. Fun fact. Fun, fun fact. Fun facts. Fun facts. All right, Tyler, give me a fun fact. 
My fun fact, yes, this is a fantasy football podcast. I love and adore fantasy football and real football, but I am a die-hard baseball fan as well. And my ride-or-die team is the Atlanta Braves. There's pictures of me in my onesies wearing Atlanta Braves onesies. Um, got the World Series two years ago, headed that direction this year. So huge die-hard Braves fan, which you already knew. But give me your fun fact. <laughs> we've, been, we've been best friends since we were like nine, and he was a die-hard Braves fan. When we were nine, yeah, so don't don't be telling me I'm <laughs> hopping on any. I remember wagons. when they won the World Series. Kayla and I were on a trip somewhere. And I was watching on my phone. I called you right after. You Absolutely, like, I'm sitting in my office at work right now. Just <laughs> dude, <it> we we <laughs> watched a game in Cincinnati, and obviously the Braves were there. We were decked out in Braves gear, and the guy behind me called me like a fair weather fan. Nice, and I I, I very Cops politely, <laughs> very very politely put him in his place. Nice, out of boy. Oh man, my fun fact is I love doing magic like uh street magic i was a t fourth grade teacher for five years i would do magic tricks in my class like every day it was like a reward that we would do um deck he's of good cards. He's, he's good it's fun i love doing it uh my father-in-law my father-in-law and i have always kind of tried to compete with like who could be the better magician so whenever we find a gullible adult we like to test it out a little bit um but yeah no i love doing uh doing magic and so that might have to be some content we put out there eventually all right guys can't thank you enough for listening uh killer show today dude fun stuff i feel like this was a big one like Just this is dropping this is, knowledge. A, this is a repeat one here because i've I, that stuff that we talked about the warnings on the playoffs is it matters a lot to me yep. it matters a lot to me so um you know what if you're in our league it shouldn't matter to you at all you should blow this off go ahead and get your ramonde stevenson's and uh, i'll be good here <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Peace. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I.